It's the Yucky and Yes podcast with Marissa and Tamika. Look, I'd rather be a gambler than a weekend. I walked in, sat down, had to leave, and violently vomited. I'm not going down that hole. I'm not. Don't even try me. Not today, <laughs> Satan. Not today. I value my friendship. You're the cream. And the coffee is life. life. You bring cream to my life. I'm not sure. Once a week for an hour. What's up, y'all? Oh, hello. Marissa, how's everything? Great. Great? Great. You shouldn't really use that word unless it's really great. I am not okay. <laughs> you just be like, it's, it's all right. You know, I'm surviving. I'm seasoned with depression. Oh, please. Like, I didn't mean for you to go there. I mean. But anyway. So, so I'll say, I'm great. So today is a really unique day. Um, for, what is it, like, how many years? Three, almost four years we've been doing this podcast. Uh, we started in February of 2018. Time really flies. And for me, I remember, I remember the day that we started doing it, or we made the decision. I, you, I came in, I came to your home and we were in the kitchen and I was like, you want to start a podcast? And you're like, yeah. Cause you know, you're always bubbly. Sure. It's like, really? Okay. Like I knew you were <laughs> going to say yes. Like you're just, you never know. No, you were going to say yes. So I was like, okay, cool. And I had some ideas, but not really. Um, but I knew that the, the thing about our friendship is that we talk about everything. And um, for years, you've always been like, we need a show, we need a show. And so we kind of like, let's, let's do a podcast and, you know, kind of figure it out. And, and we came up with the name because on that day, you were wearing the shirt that I'm wearing today, it just said, yep, yeah, yes. It's like, let's just name it that. And you're like, really? It's like, yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay, yes. great. <laughs> and so from that day on, um, the show was, you know, was built. And I think we've had a good run. You know, we've had some, we've had a few guests on and we've talked about everything and nothing. Uh, we've laughed, we've cried, uh, you know, just, it's been a great journey, but like all good things, the show as well is coming to an end. So Today is our last, uh, the end of an era. We're still, we're still friends, so, you know, I'm gonna be posting her every once in a while, posting a meal out to dinner with my bitch, you know. <laughs> but, you know, the show, <laughs> I think we both have outgrown it. And uh, it's just time to move on. We'll figure out something, you know, down the road, maybe some new invention will come along and we'll be like, we gonna do that. And so maybe a hologram. No, I'm not doing that. You heard Michael Jackson? They coming out with the Michael Jackson? I thought they did already. No, like it was on pause, and now they decided to go full steam ahead. But I hear holograms are like incredible now. I don't. They're creepy. I saw the the Whitney Houston one. I was like, (gasps) no good, no good. So there won't be a a hologram of me. I want to know eye holograms. You know when it's gonna pop up, like in yeah, that's gonna be. I don't know, but where it's like, you know, they used to talk and they're like a that's little hologram, you like know, on your watch. It's coming. It's coming, I'm sure. Igrams. Yeah, I, I don't know. I call I'm sure I'm sure it's coming eventually, but um 
and we'll, you know, maybe we'll do something then, you know, to talk to each other, be, be our watches and record it. Um, now my nose is running. You want to take over for a minute? Sure. Okay. Got to go get the tissue. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sharing it all today, apparently. So it's funny because um, I, so I, I don't know if this is full disclosure or if people realize I have a lot of opinions, but I am very uncomfortable sharing my opinions. So this has been an extremely. You're very uncomfortable at the uncomfortable yeah. sharing my opinion. I sound yeah. like you said comfortable. Oh, uncomfortable. Right. Like this is this is completely outside of my comfort zone. And it has not gotten easier. Um even being like the social media posts that we do, like the clips and stuff like that, it is extremely uncomfortable. And that's not why we're ending. Right. Because I'm uncomfortable. It's because she decided she didn't want to do it no more. <clears throat> Yeah, so, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'm not uncomfortable sharing. <laughs> Your opinion? No, because, and honestly, like, there was a time where I was, but as I've gotten older, I realized that by holding things in, and you taught me this, holding things in mm-hmm. hurts me yeah, inside, you. my, my yeah. organs and all that stuff. Yes, so very I unhealthy. need to, you know, I need to share. Yeah. And so that's basically where I'm at with that. Um, and so I, you know, I said to Marissa, I was like, look, um, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't enjoy it. I'm, I mean, it's, it's stressful and like, I, not to be like a, a sound like a jerk or anything, but I feel like I was doing all the work you were, and I just don't, it didn't feel reward. It feels reward. I don't mind doing the work, but when it feels like I'm the only one that's passionate about it and that's not necessarily the case. It just may be her personality where it's like, you're good at that to me because you do it. Whereas I feel like if I'm doing it, then nobody else gives a shit. And so I can't, my own, my own thoughts will not allow me to continue to create in this way, feeling like I'm the only one doing it. And, um, you know, that's my own thing. It has nothing to do with her. She is who she is and I'm who I am. And you know, this worked for a long time and just doesn't, for me, it just doesn't work anymore. Um, but hopefully, you know, we'll still continue to have our debates and our friendships. And I mean, we, we're gonna continue our friendship and have our debates, but it's just gonna be not for everybody else to, to witness. I have a question for you. Do you feel like this has helped you be a better communicator or develop your thought process better? I definitely think it does. It has helped me be a better communicator and see where I stand on a lot of different issues and say it, think about it better. Cause sometimes I, I kind of blurt things out and knowing that other people are going to hear what I have to say. It's like, I measure my words in a way that is going to be pleasing to others. Interesting. Um, that's good though. That's, yeah. that's, that's a measure of growth. That's great. Right. But, um, you know, in, in the same vein, the show has also helped me to realize who I am and what I want and don't want out of life. What have you realized? I I can no longer, well, we had a conversation about this earlier to some extent. Um, I can no longer do things that go against who I am, that make me feel like in a negative way. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't want to cry. I don't want to, you know, be angry and have resent people and things like that because I didn't share 
and express my thoughts. And so this this show has um, allowed me to really explore that. And I think the reason why I've had that opportunity to do that is because I've been having that conversation with my best friend. I don't know if that's something that would have been possible possible with like an acquaintance or, you know, when you can share every aspect of your life with your best friend and then do a show, Mm -hmm. then it makes it a little bit more interesting for yourself and for the audience. You know, um, I do think like in the last couple of years or so, especially with the onset of uh, the pandemic, um, that what you were willing to share became limited. And and whereas I wanted to share more, More, I wanted to talk more, especially when it came to to personal situations, politics, things like that. Yeah. You, you were it's like for you, you're just not comfortable going there. Yeah. And knowing that somebody else is listening to our conversation. Right. Because we have different work, we have different work in, um situations too. Yeah. And so you want to be mindful of your employers, the mm-hmm. people that you interact with. And so I respected that. Um, but by doing that, that means that I have to hold back. You know, and that's I mean? not healthy though. No. And so I just now, all those things came into play. And at the end of the day, it's just like, let's just end this um, for me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And like I said, maybe down somewhere down in the future, we can do some kind of inception of this or post something every once in a while. Um, you guys can always, all of our shows are archived on YouTube. And so you can always go on YouTube and either watch us or listen to us. So we are there for eternity if you want to listen to us. Um, oh but my when God, you think that just when, hurt my spirit. Yeah, it's all right. So when you think about the show, um, aspirations, I don't want my opinion out there. Are there any things that come up where you're like, that was a great moment or, you know, you know, I, I mean, I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, there's so many shows. We have so many shows. Yeah. Um, Um, You can't really pinpoint one specific show, but were there moments where you're like, okay, that was, that was pretty cool. Oh, I'm having a brain fart. I know as soon as that we stop recording, I'm gonna be like, I remember, I remember, I remember, but um, I don't know. I can't think of one. Can you? Um, I mean, I think about the people that we've we've had on the show. I, I know we had a show on domestic violence with my mom and some of the things oh, she said on yeah. the show. I've known my mom my whole life, obviously, but she said <laughs> some things that I was like, wow, that was new. Oh, you know, so it's stuff like that. And you can revisit that. Um, you know, I'll post a link to that, to that episode if you want. But, um, and then, you know, we had our friend Missy on who talked about the beginning of, of the pandemic. She talked about blood drives. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was, a that really, was interesting. it was a fun show because yeah. we, it was our friend yeah. and we had like trips down memory lane, mm-hmm. but it was also educational. Yeah. And I like when we do that. I like when we're lighthearted. But we also, you know, drop a few gems. Yeah. You know? I like when, um, who, oh, BJ. Yeah, music. Music. Yeah. That was really fun. Yep. Yep. That was fun. His catalog is just so vast like yours that you can just pull up any sort of like genre or like, and you know what's so funny? I, I, this, this is, this is so funny to me how like, so my younger son has an ear for sound mm-hmm. like you do. And I noticed that the two of you do exactly the same thing. When you're, when you hear like, that sounds like this song or that sounds like that beat, you both go, dun, 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 dun. you don't hear it. It sounds exactly the same. And you're like, I do that. I definitely dun, do that. 
I bet pick up on something. You see that? You hear it? I can like somebody can play and do that. Somebody can play a song just to. You're like, wait a minute. You hear not even five seconds of the song, and I just hear there's one little piece, and I'm pretty good at that. Like if I know the song, obviously, Mm -hmm. if it's some song that's like not really in my mental database, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't. But I I was listening to Hot 97 the other day, and they do this segment called White Ish Wednesdays where they play um, Hot 97, if, for those that don't know, is a New York radio station, um, hip hop and R&B. So in the morning, in the morning show, um, they play, they have a segment on Wednesdays called Whitish Wednesdays, and they play like pop rock music. And they, the, the host try to guess what song it is, you know, so it'll be like, you know, Guns N' Roses or something like that. Um, so they flipped it on one of the hosts, Peter Rosenberg, and they, they played a, a clip, like a piece, less, like five seconds. I knew immediately. I was like, oh, that's, I knew immediately. And the other host, like within that same amount of time, they were like, yeah, yeah. Peter had no idea until they got to the full on hook. It's like the whole thing. And I was like, the thing about that, and we've had conversations about on, on another somewhat you know, diverting a little bit, but we've had conversations where there are memories that we have that we think define, that we think are classic and where other people don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for this particular song is like, and this song is All Night Long by, by Lionel Richie. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's like a a Black people classic. Mm -hmm. It's not like up there, but it's like, you know, whereas there's certain people that don't see that. Like I, I like, for do example, you want to be in a world where you have a friend who don't fuck with Lionel Richie? I don't, I mean, I don't mind, but I need, I don't want to be in a world where I have a friend and I know I have friends like this because I, I just, why I don't talk to music about with them because I know that they don't know like they're okay. So you go to a black barbecue and they play Lionel Richie, uh, I mean, Lionel Richie, um, Luther Vandross's um, Never Too Much. Never like that's too a barbecue, much, that's a barbecue staple. Dun, Whereas there are, dun, dun, there are dun, dun. people who are not black, white people who don't know that song or they might've heard it, but they don't realize how much of a classic it is to the black culture. And so, and when it comes to this show, it's like things talking about things like that. Like I, you know, I'll miss that because this, this is my opinion. And you just created a thought for me that I wish we were doing a show on. We'll do it. Go ahead. Well, it's it's um I'm I'm researching some some things and it has to do with like linguistics and it's like American subculture and they put it with like it's their term, not mine. I would just say black, but yeah. African American <laughs> culture where it's like this is a good example. Okay, you're showing a clip and the clip is Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. Cookie Monster's sick in bed and Cookie Monster is like, oh, I need cookies. And Elmo is going to town on some cookies right next to him. And the, te- and the, the instructor is like, says to um, those who use urban, abonic um, language, it's almost like verb tense substitution, like who be eating cookies? And all the kids point to cookie monsters because he'd be eating cookies. Right. But they're like, who is eating cookies? Then they point to Elmo, where you have kids who don't use these verb tense substitution. They're like, who be eating cookies? And they're like, 
I don't know. Elmo. They're like, who is eating cookies? Elmo. Where it's like, it's still correct because it's verb substitution. Right. Right. You know, verb tense substitution where it's like, and language is so just incredible to me. But here's the thing though. And this is where, where I went down the rabbit hole with this sort of like ideology. So that's dialect, right? So some, you can talk to certain communities and they'll say that that's a very um, uneducated form of talking. But now if I say to you in Ireland, they use dialect, which they use verb tense substitution as well. You don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. You don't look at it as a less educated form of speaking. And almost every culture has this, like, uh, you know, Italy has dialect, a lot of places, but we don't call that dialect here in the United States. Why? Again, like that socioeconomic divide. I think very that interesting. this country has been built on divide and conquer. And so, you know, I'm reading the 1619 Project right now, and I'm like, first of all, I never even heard of 1619 until, like, like, I just never heard of it. And so reading this book, and I'm like, what is it so about? Wait a, it's basically, from where, I mean, I haven't finished it yet, mm-hmm. but um, let me just say, it's one of the basis, I believe, in why so many people are against critical race theory even though critical race theory is not taught in, is taught in college, but Law it's the whole, it's the whole idea that we don't want them to know their true history. So black people were here before they were slaves. And that's what the 1619 project, it talks about being black folk being here before they were considered slaves, like just coming here before the Mayflower mm-hmm. and then being forced here. And it's that history, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but the one thing that you discover is that when, and this can be down to the basic just today, where people do things to divide people, say, point out something, point out a dialect that you're talking about, point out a a style of dress, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the thing I love about Black folk is we will make every anything and everything a trend. And we all know each, we all know like the slang and how we talk. Like we know how to like get on the phone. You'd be like, what up though? And then, <laughs> you know, you get on the phone. Hello, hi, this is Tamika. <laughs> Code switching. And then when, I if it. I see you calling, like, hey, what up? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's the way that that we are. And, and even the slang that we use, the music, our whole culture. They love our culture, but they don't love us. And, you know, not to get into a deep because the show is really just, a, you know, a farewell letter to everybody, but those those kind of conversations, I will miss, you know, I'm, letting yeah. the world hear. Yeah. We won't stop having those conversations. We yeah. won't stop, you know, connecting. And we were doing it 20 years before, we're going to do it, it 20 is, years yeah. after. Um, this show but it's just nice, a, a but, little glimpse into our lives. But in an educational platform <clears throat> way where you can have, you know, your points made and things like that. So that that's the one thing that like, as uncomfortable I am sharing my opinion, and I really, really am. Sometimes when you're giving information, it's not, ju- it's not your opinion. So it's, it's, it's theory, it's ideology, it's things that are happening and, you know, things that they're looking, people are looking into. Right. So I do miss, I will miss that component of it. And like you said, maybe there'll be an inception of something that where it's, it feels equal. Mm -hmm. The one thing I can 
share though is um, when it comes to me personally, um, been kind of creating an idea where, so me and my mother wrote a book and, you know, we both got it edited and now it's about, you know, making those changes to the book with the edits. And we've been talking about doing a podcast just about the book where we talk about each chapter, kind of like a therapy kind of session. So um, that may come down the line for me being able to, you know, sort out the, the abuse and sort out the relationship and explain to people, especially people that look at social media posts by me and my mom and feel envy. Um, it took a lot to get to the point where she and I can be on a beach in Hawaii and just be like, this is great. Like there were days where I would have to lock my bedroom door so that the predator wouldn't come in. Um, and so there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a journey and, you know, we're thinking about, you know, putting, making a podcast of that journey as accompaniment to our, to our book. So that's something, you know, down the line as well. But as in terms of me and Marissa, you know, our friendship doesn't end here. Um, Y'all just ain't privy to it. <laughs> Y'all just ain't gonna be in our business no more. Okay. That's it. The show ends here. The buck stops here. But y'all, <laughs> us, we're good. Okay. Oh God, um, that's hilarious. I'm just saying, like, you know, the end of a show doesn't mean the end of a friendship. I hope. You ain't said nothing much. You just laughed and giggled and a ha ha ha. So I might be wrong. <laughs> I might be wrong. Um, but you know, oh, that's 2020 hilarious. was an eye opener. So how do you, how do you feel? Because this 2021 is almost done. <clears throat> We're almost wrapped up. We've got days. How do you feel um, going into this next solstice um well so i'll be uh opposite 84 in march the flip the flip of 84 right Whatever. those numbers um girl i didn't so, follow you for a second so my mind went you know how like marissa thinks yeah. that spiral um, i was like oh my god but so yeah oh i think when when i turned 48 it, looking back on my life now i'm like i think i give a lot less of a damn I still care I still bleed I still cry you know I still have my opinions I still long for what wasn't or what what I don't have you know I still wish I would have had kids and marriage you know marriage is still a possibility um home ownership all that kind of stuff I still wish and I still long for that and I still dream about that um but when you get to this age, you realize what you don't have anymore. And I hope that like next year, I don't spend my life longing for what I don't have and instead appreciating what I do. And, you know, I'm going into this new year thankful that I have the family that I have, that I have the job that I have, that I have the friendships that I have and, you know, all these little kids, my godchildren, my niece and nephew, like this to watch them grow. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I pray that, you know, 2022 is going to be, you know, a good, a good year. I don't, I don't know. What about you? I 
am very hopeful as I always am. So we'll see. I've got, um, we were talking earlier about like, you know, making that list, like that goals list or that like the joy, the joy of happiness list. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to do that, to see. I, it's so funny because it's like, I feel like um, people who have known us for quite some time, they always are perplexed because I'm very, like, I just don't really share my opinion. I very surface when I speak and stuff like that. But, you know, just like everybody else, I'm layered. And um, it's so funny because when we were talking about like that joy of happiness list, and you're like, what do you like to do? Well, that was offline. Yeah. We weren't. Yeah. 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 yeah, We were talking offline, but it was like, I don't know, nothing. I don't know. He's like, he likes something. I don't know. But it's so funny because it's like, um, that's, that's so akin to, to exactly how I communicate where it's like, you know, doing all of this, I'm hoping that I can do this offline. I'm hoping that I can continue to, um, communicate mm-hmm. freely. And, and it's not that I'm scared to give my opinion. I, you know, I don't, obviously I don't feel like I'm a work in progress like everybody else, but I don't think my opinions are hateful, hurtful, or negative. Um, I'm definitely sit in a place to listen and grow always, but I just am not reticent for that. It's something that gives me deep, deep anxiety. So I'm hoping that that's something that I can continue offline. So that is one of my new year goals Blah blah blah. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Maybe. Well, I, I I gotta say, like recording this right now, I feel like a uh, weight has been lifted off my chest. How so? Because we haven't recorded in a while, and I'm waiting for you to to give me a topic, and you just haven't. And so I take that personally, uh, even though I'm not saying it to you. Inside, I'm like, it's hurtful. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it hurts me. Yeah. Because like I feel like I value something that you don't but and it's not saying that that's that's true it's just my feelings mm-hmm. and so recording this and just like putting it to bed yeah and not having the anxiety of yeah waiting yeah waiting yeah, yeah. waiting waiting nothing 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 waiting waiting do I reach out do I not reach out that's like, you that's know, gone I don't have to deal with that anymore as you were just talking I realized and I didn't I didn't know this till you were just communicating this I realized my response or lack of response to you was an emotional response mm-hmm. where to you yeah to, yeah yeah because I wasn't brought into the conversation uh or the decision you made the decision I respect it of course mm-hmm. and I respect your feelings and all that stuff and I and I want to honor that but I I realized that my response was emotional and I didn't real, uh, realize that till just now so it was like you're done then I'm done and the thing about it though too and it's like if you go back to the beginning of us doing the show, I've been, I begged you, share a clip. Can you help? Uh, you know, I'm do, I've been saying this from the beginning. But and it came to the point now where I'm just like, I can't do it. And it's, but here's the thing though. You so thought I, it was funny. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not that I think it's funny. I don't think that you really understand the anxiety that I have with sharing and social media. Mm-hmm. And even you before, when you're like, this is archived for, for you to see forever. I'm literally not going to be able to sleep for like three years. 
Oh, I get, I, I, I mean, I understand that. But, but to the level where it's like, I, it's, it's a physical, it's visceral. I, I cannot, I cannot do that. I and I, and you know that. how I see this, um, not to get too deep, but mm-hmm. remember, I'm about to, this is the stupidest thing I'm about to say. I'm just going to say it though. Like, remember when your mom died? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> but you were like, like, I don't want to, I'm just going to put it out there, but like when someone dies, you look for some peace. You want, you look for validation. And so even though they can tell you, like my grandmother didn't tell me you the greatest thing in the world, but to this day, I still look for pieces of them. If I see a picture, I'm like, oh. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I'm thinking this is a love letter to your children. So when I say the future, I'm not talking about you looking at it. Mm-hmm. There's going to come a day when you're not here anymore. Yeah. And they're going to be like, I wonder what my mom was like. And they a scatterbrained bitch, but they're going to, they're going to see how much you love them. Oh yeah. They're going to see how much you sacrifice for them. They're going to see what you thought about life, what you thought about going through IVF, what you thought about college, what you thought about in your twenties. They're going to, all of that's going to be there. The question that like my mom is still here, but I don't like, like she tells me a lot of things. Isn't that funny when you're like, you know, like when somebody's not here, like it, like Nana and grandma, your Nana and grandma who are so, they're very special ladies to me too. Um, the thing with grandma is that you always felt like pulled in, like, like, like this closeness where you felt like she actually listened to what you were saying, but I kind of wish I would have shut the fuck up and listened to her. And like, you know, right. like at the moment, like you could ask her anything you want. Like, I don't know. Right. That's why but I feel right now, my mom. But like, right like, now I want her to describe to me, what was the first time? What were you thinking when you saw grandpa? Like, I know you went to fry fish real quick. Oh uh, uh, no, chicken. She went and fried chicken. But like, I want to know how she saw it. I want to know how she felt when she like held your hand for the first like you know things like that you know and like grandma like I don't know I want to I want to know what it was like to like one second y'all I ain't gonna miss that can't have nothing (laughs) nice can't have nothing nice I'm not going to miss that. Prime example. Can't have nothing nice. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's things like that. So whenever I think about like, you know, I knew my mom was sick. You know, it wasn't a surprise that she died. Um, but those little moments of conversation, it's like we didn't have that many. But she would like tell me something like, you know, she used to sneak and play the piano when my uncle was not around. Like things like that were like, I never even thought to ask if my mom could play an instrument, but I wish I would have had the foresight, but you don't know what you want to know. And, and, ask this is, and, and this is one of the reasons why I say this podcast will live in infamy. Your kids are 60 years old, 70 years old. You may, you're not here. I mean, if you are around and they're 70, God bless you. Okay. Imagine? But they have this. They will know. They like. I better look young. But I'm just saying. A young hundred year old. Anyway, I'm just saying. They're gonna. They're gonna know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're gonna. They're gonna be like, oh, that's what friendship is. Oh, that's what my mom was. Yeah. That's how her heart was. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, this was the time when my mom was, you know, doing that. Or like yeah. when we started this, you weren't doing the school thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yep. um, regardless of what you shared, you shared enough for them. And so, and so with this show, you know, it's the end of that, but it's a gift. It's a gift. And I'm going to always look at it that way, even though, you know, it's not for me to go back and look at, you know, maybe I will one day, you know, it's going to be there, but there's been times where I looked at it and I, and I laugh because I'm like, I love our friendship. It's so funny. You know, I don't look at it in like, like cringe, like you're doing right now. I look no, at it. Just the fact that like a stranger I don't care. A stranger is going to look back and be like, wow, that's friendship. I take pride in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not looking at it as anything negative. This has all been positive. The good and the bad is always, it's, 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 it's good. It's positive, you know? And so I'm thankful for your friendship. I'm thankful that you said yes to this podcast. I'm thankful that you remain my friend. And even after I said, I don't want to do this shit no more. (laughs) I'm thankful. All right. And so before we get out of here, mm-hmm. um, is there anything you want to say you're thankful for me for? <laughs> <laughs> this shit right here. That's exactly what I'm thankful for. You know what I am thankful for? Um, ooh, 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 how do I articulate that? I am. It's not a conundrum. But it's it obviously I constantly contradict myself on this stupid ass thing. I am thankful that you have taken me completely out of my comfort zone to number one, share my opinion with other people, um, put it out there for the molecules to look at, all of it. But not only that, you are actually extremely insightful in in a very artistic way. So you have a very incredible way of piecing your words together that creates a picture. <laughs> and, I, and I love talking to you and seeing that picture. So I'm grateful for that. Great, good to know. I mean, I'm grateful for you too. I'm grateful for everything. I went through a whole list of reasons why I'm grateful for you. You're looking at me like, why? what are you grateful for? I didn't say nothing. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Anywho. Um, well, yep. Yeah, yes. Yep, yeah, yes. Anyway, before we get out of here, Marissa, where can they catch the old episodes? <laughs> and this episode. Hopefully nowhere. This, this, I can't, I can't stand that this is going to, no, we're taking this off in a year, in a year. It's all going to be private. Um, you can catch us on YouTube. Yep, yeah, yes. You can catch us on the Yep, yeah, yes podcast, um, Instagram, Twitter. Um, but Ugh. understand if you comment on any of those sites, you ain't getting a response back because ain't nobody got time to be monitoring something that they ain't doing no more. However, um, friends and family, you know the digits, holla. And I want to give a shout out to... Morning Dew, Fro Man Lives, yep. El Gato, Hola. and yeah. are those the main people that really was checking us out? Mr. Awesome, uh, Lieutenant Mr. Lieutenant Earl. Colonel Awesome. Um, yeah, that's pretty much 
you know, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, thank you to everybody that's that chimed in and commented and all that good stuff. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you around. Um, we love you and love you, Marissa. Well, thank you, you for your that. unending friendship. And here's to uh, decades and decades of more. Oh, girl, I can't wait. I can wait. Bye, y'all.